0: Wednesday, March 25th, and you're tuned in to the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga, joined via remote by Paul Hoynes, our tribe beat writer. Uh, Paul, quarantine day, what, 9, 10, something like that. Uh, like 40. It, <laughs> they all sort of blur together at this point, but, uh, you know, and trust me, we're not making light of the seriousness of the coronavirus epidemic in any way, but uh, I've 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 got to try and find some humor or some levity in, in some of these situations just to just to sort of get us through because Paul tomorrow's supposed to be opening day and we're not going to have baseball and uh, that makes me and a, and a, and you and a, and a whole lot of people sad so uh, you know let's try and, and be be positive and and, and be happy and, and find the humor in some things but how how are you going to get through tomorrow at one ten when we're supposed to be in the press box watching baseball and it's not going to be happening.
1: Yeah, it's going to be interesting, Joe, but, uh, you know, we're, we're trying to uh, make the best of a bad situation, I guess. Uh, you know, we're having the, uh, simulated game.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and, uh, maybe you could tell us a little bit, bit about that.
0: Well, what we've got is, uh, one of our, uh, our staff reporters, uh, Matt Gould who works the high school side, but obviously with the high school sports being shut down, he's, uh, He's free up to do a little, uh, a little help on the Indian side. Uh, he's going to run a simulated game where uh, in manager mode on MLB The Show 20, which is probably the gold standard uh, uh, video game right now for baseball. Uh, it's sort of like the the Madden of uh, MLB baseball. Uh, it's that popular, and uh, you know Matt's run a couple of, of test runs with this. He's going to play. The Indians versus the Detroit Tigers, just like it's supposed to be. He's going to start the game at 110, just like it's uh, supposed to be. And uh through your subscribers on Indian Subtext, which is the uh the the text uh interaction between Paul Hoynes and our Indian subscribers that that uh follow him along and get text messages and, and have conversations with Paul. Uh Paul's been asking them about lineups and uh, what pitchers to use and what situations uh, potentially that come up. And then Matt, that's going to inform Matt's decisions as the manager on this simulated game. And we're basically going to let uh, our subtexters manage the game through Matt. And we're going to play that simulation and see how it goes.
1: Yeah. And, uh, you know, I asked the, uh, our texters, the, uh, our subscribers through a subtext to, uh, you know, Name their lineup, their opening day lineup. You know, provide you know, based on the Tigers starting a left-hander and uh, who's the lefty? Uh, Matt Boyd. Yeah, Matt Boyd. Uh, and uh, here's here's the lineup uh, we uh, they came up with and uh, kind of put together based on uh, positions and batting order. Uh, Caesar Hernandez is going to be leading off, playing second base. Oscar Mercado will be hitting second. In center field, Francisco Lindor will be at short at third, at batting third. Then uh, Carlos Santana in the cleanup spot at first base. Uh, Jose Ramirez is fifth, uh, and he'll be playing third. Uh, Franmil Reyes will be playing right field. He'll be batting sixth. Uh, Domingo Santana will DH after Reyes. Then – then uh, Roberto Perez and uh, Jordan Luplo will, uh, you know, hit ninth and play left field, and our, of course our opening day pitcher starter will be uh, Shane Beaver.
0: Yeah, it's a, a an interesting lineup. Obviously, they're, uh, they, the the subtexters have worked through some of those uh, questions that we're constantly posing to to Terry Francona about uh, where Francisco Lindor will bat in the lineup. Uh, interesting that they they just drop him down to third and and move everybody back. Uh, I, I don't know about, uh, Fran El Reyes and Domingo Santana batting back to back like that, that, uh, seems like, uh, the potential for a whole lot of strikeouts and, uh, and, and slow moving on the bases. But, uh, you know, you know, uh, Terry Francona is always worried about, uh, you know, cloggers, uh, in, in the lineup and then sort of spacing that out. Uh, and, and, I think you got Roberto Perez following behind them. So, uh, maybe some tweaks to that, but, uh, maybe, You know, that's, those will be the guys who will definitely be in the lineup if it were a left-handed starter, for sure.
1: Yeah, definitely. And uh, you know, I think uh, you know, I, I I don't know if I like Luplo hitting ninth. I know he's obviously he's a little faster than Perez. He probably could have could have hit Luplo up higher. Maybe split you know Reyes and uh, and uh, 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 Domingo Santana up with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, so we'll see. And, and you know, he he does such a nice job against lefties. So you, you you probably want to get him a couple more at bats if you could, but you know I got no no qualms with the lineup. It's it's interesting that you know like you said they they went with Hernandez right away in, in the leadoff spot because you know, obviously they want to see Lindor hit with people on base. And,
0: well, and and they got a new they got a new toy this year. It, it, that's their, that's the big free agent uh, signing for the Indians, right? Uh, uh, you know, it's a fancy new toy you want to put him at the top of the lineup and, and wind him up and see how he goes.
1: Yeah. And uh, we're also, uh, you know, I, I posted a couple questions uh, to our subtext subscribers uh, this morning. Um, how many pitches would you uh, hold uh, Shane Bieber to? And uh, who would, you know, the top three relievers out of the pen, uh, you know, after uh, Bieber is removed and uh, you know, th- and uh, we're still taking some, uh, Some uh, you know answers on it, but right now, Joe, I think uh, the average the average number of pitches that they think Beaver would be able to throw is about just over seventy two, and uh, the relievers uh, they you know they they'd like to see uh, the three relievers they'd like to see at the end of the game or in the late innings, I should say, are uh, Perez. Uh, you know, Oliver Perez, Nick Whitgren, and uh, uh, the rookie, James Karinchak. So that's kind of interesting.
0: And that's to set up Brad Hand, obviously, in, in any sense. Yes, right, right, right. right. Uh, yeah, I, I I like that. Uh, I, I agree in, in a lot of ways with the number of pitches, the, the pitch count for Shane Bieber. Uh, I think you're going to see, no matter what it looks like when and if they come back, they're going to be very careful with the pitchers to start off with. Uh, it, because there's not going to be a lot of build-up time. There's not going to be a, a, a huge, you know, like a one-month period or anything like that to ramp the pitchers back up. You know, when when spring training was shut down, Bieber was – he was ready to go. He was hot and ready. Right. He was, you know, one or two uh, starts away from possibly, you know, getting to 85 pitches right out the gate. And that's not going to be the case uh, when, when they come back, if they come back. Uh, for for Bieber and you want to be careful and protect him in, at all costs. I think one of the things that they're discussing in these these labor negotiations that are going on right now is the possibility of when they do come back having expanded rosters to be able to carry more pitchers and, and protect guys that way. Yeah,
1: I think that's definitely, you know, something that will be uh, you know the, the rosters have been expanded to twenty six uh, the last time uh, we've been through we, – uh, you know, baseball has been through this was 1995, and, uh, you know, they, they missed – you know, they played 144 games that year, uh, but they opened in late April after the player strike, you know, 234-day player strike ended, and uh, they were able to carry three extra guys for, uh, you know, X amount of time. So I would think the rosters will definitely be expanded. You know, and just, as you said, to especially to re, to replace, uh, you know, or to protect uh, their pitching staff.
0: Well, and it's funny because the, the whole expanded, expansion of the rosters prior to the start of this season, and, you know, be, before all this, before the shutdown, you know, we went to a 26-man roster, and, and that wasn't going to be an extra pitcher. That was only going to be an extra position player. And now they're, you know, it seems like they're going to have to add, be, be able to add pitchers anyways. Which is, uh, you know, kind of interesting, but uh, you know they, they wind up having to do the thing that they were trying to avoid by just flooding the, the rosters with pitchers and making the games go longer. But but we'll see because they're also talking about you know where the schedule is going to start and, 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 and moving it back and dates like that. But we'll get into that shortly. Uh, so just to wrap up on this uh, this simulated opening day, uh, again we're asking sub-texters, uh subscribers to Paul Hoynes. Uh, And Paul, what's the number to subscribe to you on subtext so that we can, uh, you know, people can have an opportunity to to register their thoughts on this game?
1: Yeah, it's 216-208-4346, Joe. You can, uh, anybody interested in subscribing uh, to subtext with the Indians uh, can uh, dial that number and go through the, uh, you know the you know the step by step procedures. It's not really tough. Uh, it's not hard. It's not complicated, and uh, you know see how you like it. It's a, it's going to be. I think it's kind of a fun thing.
0: All right. All right. Well, yeah. So it's, uh, it's something to look forward to. It uh, gives us. I guess that's sort of what we're we're into right now is is looking for these benchmarks as as we go through these these days of quarantine and uh, you know this new normal that's going on. Just the uh, the idea that we we look forward to something. Opening day is something to look forward to. You know, eventually when we we get to the point where we're able to start talking about uh you know, gatherings and, and events and and games again, you know, that, that getting back to the, the modified spring training will be uh something to look forward to. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, uh,
1: Joe, I it was interesting. I was talking to uh Carlos Bayerga uh, yesterday and uh you know you, when we think of opening day you you think of fans, you know how much they they love opening day and and uh how much they'll miss it you know if if it's uh tomorrow well march twenty sixth was opening day for all thirty teams was supposedly was scheduled to be opening day for all thirty teams, but I was talking to Carlos, he was in Puerto Rico, and he says he's 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 missing the opening day he says he was supposed to be here in Cleveland and it's driving him crazy not to be here. Not to you know to take part in opening day and just the excitement of you know former ball players and the current ball players. I'm sure uh, they're disappointed as well.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's weird to to sort of see via social media uh, the guys all being scattered to their their sort of residences and, and hanging out with their their families that they're posting, and that that's all you know great for them, but you know they were off for a couple of months there where they had plenty of uh, time to be with their families that this is this is the time where it feels natural like we're we're supposed to see them together and playing baseball and 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 to not be seeing that is is kind of tough uh there've been uh, a lot of options that have rolled out recently uh major league baseball and mlb.com and mlb tv uh the mlb network are all and in sports time ohio the indians network are all sort of um putting together packages to get people through these, uh, these days without baseball. I know it's tough just to it's, – it's like a daily routine where you look forward to a game at night to sit down on your couch and watch the games and, and get you through the evening, something to look forward to. Uh, so they're re-airing um, sort of classic games. You're, you're seeing a lot of the Indians games from uh, the past 25 years uh, at Progressive Field, uh the All-Star games, replays, uh the 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 winning streak game, the game from twenty seventeen where they extended the the game the streak to twenty two games. Uh Tyler Naquin's walk off inside the park home run game. All these big important games are, are being uh rebroadcast and they're available online in a lot of different ways.
1: Yeah those are that's it's fun. I was watching one uh yesterday when Beavers struck out fifteen mm-hmm like my wife is looking at me you are a you are a sick puppy what's wrong with you <laughs> you were at that game <laughs> yeah but I yeah. do that during the season too when I'm not when I'm, I'm still watching games when I'm off so
0: <laughs> yeah that that's the hardest thing to explain to people is why uh you know on a night where either they're on the road and you're at the game or, or I'm at the park on a Friday or a Sunday and you know we're still sort of sitting there watching and it's almost like we're institutionalized. It's, it, we're, <laughs> we're, we're trained to, 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 to watch no matter what. Now, I think I was at that game where he, he struck out. It was the Baltimore game?
1: Yeah, yeah. That was,
0: a, that was a Sunday afternoon game. I was right. at that yeah. game. You, yeah. were, you were watching that game on the couch. That's
1: right. That's right. I was watching it
0: again. <laughs> and, and, his, and his one hit – and Bieber's one hit shutout against Toronto. I was at that game. I should cover all of Beaver's games. I don't know That's what – right. you should be requesting me no matter what.
1: You know, uh, I was looking on uh, Twitter this morning, Joe, and I saw uh, 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 Clevenger and uh, – I think it was Clevenger and uh, – place Clevenger Act. Like, yeah. Playing Catching the Street somewhere in Florida. Okay. Yeah,
0: and, and they're wearing, like, multicolored jam shorts. It's like – it and he, he, the the like, even have style. a shirt on. Yeah, yeah, the 90s style is coming back, and they got these, like, loud colors. It's ridiculous. But, yeah, but the, the two of them are it, – they are most likely to star in their own buddy Cop, uh TV series of some sort. That's, it's going to be, or, or more like Cheech and Chong, but we'll, we won't talk yeah, about yeah. That.
1: it. It struck me that, you know, just from, I was talking to uh, Chris Antonetti over the weekend and uh, he was saying these guys really, you know, there's no place, you know, for them to really work out, you know, and mm-hmm. that's what struck me. I mean, you know, I guess, I don't know if they're living in the same house or, you know, they live by each other down in Florida and, you know, there's no gyms. You can't, I guess you can't go to really a park or a field, you know, to work out. You can't, you know, go to batting cages. And so here they are two guys, you know, making. Two big league ball players making a ton of money playing catch on the street. I, I was just wondering, but somebody drives by, the, by them, they probably, eh, it's just two guys.
0: Well, and it's not like with social distancing, it's not like you can ask anybody to join you or anything like that. It's yeah, the, right. They could drive by and watch these guys play catch in the street. Uh, but, but you're right. Um, unless you're like one of the elite guys and you've got your own training facilities in your house or whatever, you. You really have no options because there's you can't go back to your old high school, you can't go back to your old, you know, yeah. college or wherever you, you you trained in the off season originally because everything's shut down. So yeah, there the options are are pretty limited. Uh But I, I would imagine that most of these guys are doing some sort of work, yeah. now, some sort of you know uh conditioning to keep themselves ready in, in case that it, it, you're figuring you you've got what two months tops before they can at, at, at the very least before they can get into like serious working out or in games and gameplay and stuff. So yeah, you don't want to be sitting here just sort of withering on the bone while, uh, while, while everybody's waiting for, for baseball to get back going.
1: It's interesting. Uh, I, I remember, uh, Trevor Bauer, a couple of years ago stayed in Cleveland over, uh, over the all-star break you know and and really they wouldn't he couldn't get into the ballpark he couldn't get into the progressive field so he goes you know what i did was i just found a park i bought i bought a bucket of balls and threw you know just threw the balls against the fence the a fence in the in a park so mm-hmm. i guess you know it's almost like basketball you can play you know you can play play by yourself you know just if you're a pitcher i guess
0: a couple things about that trevor Bauer would be the one person throughout all of this who i wouldn't worry about in in terms of training, because he's going to do, he's probably got 5,000 different drills and skills and whatever that he can work on by himself without any sort of baseball equipment or or whatever. Uh, Just, you know, like you said, a ball on a fence. And that's something that he said that he used to do. He used to ride his bike up to the park with a bucket of balls hanging off his handlebars by himself and then throw balls at a fence by himself when he was a kid. So it doesn't surprise me to hear that about Trevor Bauer. You know, working out in the off season is not really a challenge for him. Uh, I mean, did did you ever see, prior to to Trevor Bauer and his you know odd workouts and odd mechanics and whatever? Did you ever see guys standing three feet away from a wall and throwing uh you know weighted uh, weighted balls against a wall at at full strength? I, I never saw guys work work out and warm up.
1: I saw. You know, yeah, I think you're right, Joe. I think the, the thing, uh, you know, one, one year I saw um, in spring training catchers throwing medicine balls straight up in the air. You know, mm-hmm. and, I, and I, I don't know if that was plyometrics or what, what but there was like, you know, 25 pound medicine balls. Like they're throwing them up in the air. And I thought, that's kind of strange. But
0: uh, but you know the drill that I'm talking about where they stand yeah, three feet yeah. wide no, the and they, saw throw, they throw full strength. Uh, these basically sand balls into the wall right, right. Uh, be- before trevor bauer started doing all this kind of stuff and making it popular we never saw anything like that now now spring training facilities have those walls set up like that yeah that's it's, I,
1: it's specifically for that
0: so uh, if 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 bauer wanted to be the guy to start a revolution he 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 did he he has it's not a problem uh, all right. Uh, there was a, an article uh, came out actually uh, early this morning. Uh, Jeff Passan from uh, ESPN, uh, you know, sort of privy to the the negotiations that are going on between the the league and the players' association about what a uh, a potential restart could look like in terms of scheduling. Uh, you know, no real specifics as to when that could happen because I don't think anybody has any real specifics about when the coronavirus epidemic will sort of be on the downside and and we can get back to a more normal life. But when that eventually does happen, what a a shortened schedule could look like, what kind of changes there could be, uh, what were were some of the things that stood out to you about uh, what's being discussed between the league and the um, Players Association?
1: Yeah, a couple things, Joe. Uh, The one is scheduling it sounds like uh right now at least that whenever play does resume they would pick pick it up at the, you know at that time on the original schedule the schedule that was released you know late last year that there's not going to be any dramatic shifts in the schedule um also uh, you know that they could you know stretch uh re- regular season play into october um and also they could um you know, get a neutral site for the postseason. You know, warm weather site or a dome, um, perhaps to uh, to play the uh, to play the postseason. Now, also, there's a question of service time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's certainly the thing that uh, you know drives drives the the, the salaries in baseball. And um, they said if a, a player should get, you know, the the discussion right now is a player should get credit for a full year of service time, regardless of how many, play, you know, games are played as long as I, I, I guess if he's on the schedule, if he's on the uh, roster, you know, from start to finish. Uh, but the big thing is, uh, if there is no season this year and, uh, what happens to service time and that is still being negotiated, that seems to be a, a bone of contention.
0: Right. Well, let's, let's double back here and, and, and talk about some of these things. Like you said, uh, they think that they want to pick up where the schedule would start. Uh, you know, possibly if if they don't start until July, they might want to start with the All Star Game, which would be you know not unprecedented because in '81 with the uh, the strike in '81, they started the season with the All Star Game in Cleveland. That was the the start of the season, right? And that was that was in what August? I think, yeah, July, yeah, it and... was pretty late. So you know there's that uh if they want to pick up the schedule where it would be without you know any dramatic shifts or anything like that well i i can't see how you would have that and then have regular season games into october as well because there are no regular season games scheduled in october so yeah, what would you do you'd take the games that you missed maybe in april and may and add those in or add some of those in in october that's yeah. i mean you can You can talk about adding games in in october that that's fine. hell, the weather in Cleveland is still pretty warm in october until, until the end of the month you know we, we've seen we've seen some some decent weather here the last couple of years in October, so there could be games in October, but what games would those be if they're not on the schedule right now for october so yeah, you know you would have comment. to you would have to take a look at. And would, would the Indians get back some of those, you know, 10 games that they miss against Detroit from the, the beginning of the season? I, I would certainly think that the the Indians would want those. But, again, you want to play a Detroit team like Detroit's going to be this year, those first couple of games, and take advantage of them early because they they won't be able to find the rear end with both hands, the, the number of, you know, young players and new players that they have. Uh, I think you don't want to be playing them after two months of the season when they're sort- sort of starting to come together
1: yeah that's a good point and uh yeah so i am sure there's a lot of uh a lot of unknowns you know right now and uh I just think it would be you know i i wonder you know the the divisional games you know now it gets kind of screwed up now you know just mm-hmm. uh um you know you're not playing obviously you're not going to play 19 games against uh, your you know your divisional foes right uh, no, no matter when you start so you know i don't know if they i guess you just you just go with it and who 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 wins the most you know just uh, who dominates the division is going to win the division so
0: well and that's the thing is it, there's there's a, a set number the, the way the schedule is right now you, you do always have periods within each month of the season where you're playing within your division. It it just, you might not see it. We might not see Detroit again until later in the year, which, you know, you, you see him early and then you don't see him until a little bit later. It's not like there's a steady, you know, you see him basically once a month throughout yeah. the season. There's there's like a, a series or two a month during the season. So, you know, missing out on those 10 games at the, at the, the start of the year would would really cost the Indians, I think. In, in terms yes. of a chance to get ahead in the schedule, uh, yeah. and and who knows, it, it's the same question that you faced last year with with Minnesota. It was Minnesota was taking advantage early in the schedule of the the the, the softer you know portion of the schedule, and the Indians were were sort of playing uh, you know tougher teams, not necessarily, but when basically there was an, an imbalance between when the Indians were playing the the tougher portion of their schedule and when Minnesota was playing the tougher yeah
1: portion. they got off to that great start and then they kind of flipped it and the uh, the Indians finally caught up to them but they mm-hmm. just couldn't maintain it right uh, and the the other thing is the service time thing right so. I, mm-hmm. I, that's a, that's an interesting thing I mean you know especially if there's no season you know and let's let you know like you, you we that's were talking the, about that's the you're the you know yeah, you know, Hernandez is on a one-year deal. He's a free agent at the end of this season, and they they signed him to play second base for the Indians. He might never play a game for the Indians, if, right? If, you know the current rules stay in effect,
0: right? And I think that's there's there's two sides to that. It's uh, is there the the players union? If you've got guys who are a year away from being their in in their free agent year, uh, you've got Trevor Bauer. You've got Mookie Betts guys that have one season before they hit the open market. And I pretty much both of them have, have expressed an interest in being on the open market, unless I'm mistaken. Yeah, no, you're uh, right. Well, if you're Cincinnati or you're the Dodgers, you've traded to acquire these guys, you've given up prospects, you've given up whatever, and if you lose that year of service time, you, use that, you lose that year of control over them, it, you basically traded away players and prospects for nothing so there, there's an issue there and the other side of that is that you know the one year contracts guys who were were signed like cesar hernandez who who signed to play if they never suit up for the indians you know they he takes his 6.25 million and and heads off to another team next year i i can't see that being uh you know a, a, an equitable you know way to do this i agree that the, if they play any sort of games, any sort of schedule, I think the players should get a full year of service time. Even if it's some sort of abbreviated schedule, they should get a full year of service time. But if they're going to do that, then if they play no schedule, the, I, I think you just carry everything over. I think it has to.
1: Or you take it to an arbitrator. You know, they can argue that way. And, uh, you know, the the Lindor situation is interesting, too. It, right. The Indians figure they're if they're – they're going to get two years. And they've got two years left with Lindor, and if the season is uh, cut short, they, or they don't play this season, you, that's down to one year. And how do the Indians get compensated for that missed season? You well, know, that's that's interesting.
0: Well, yeah, you may you you've gone through this whole offseason and and done the whole you know trade rumors and listen to this and listen to that, and. And to not have made made the move and to, to basically have made the decision, hey, we're gonna ride it out and we're gonna we're gonna get two years out of Lindor. Well, now you're down to one year. Uh, again, that's it's pretty much the same situation that the Bauer and Betts are in. Uh, the Indians are are the ones left holding the bag here, and it's it uh, there's nothing you know equitable about that. I don't I don't think it, uh, from the player side of it, they love it because they're a year closer to being. Yeah, free. right. It's, it's it's all advantage for them, but. Uh, I think
1: those are things that are going to get negotiated. I mean, no one's going to let those slide. I think either side, they're something, they're going to, they're, they will have to find a middle ground. I think that's why, you know, they're both, you know, you could say both sides are determined to have a season or some form of a season. Right. But the virus, you know, this isn't like a strike, you know. You no. can't settle this. You well, know,
0: you know, you make a great point there. The virus is going to determine all of this. It's not. Yeah. It's it's not them. It's not sitting in the the conference room and, and debating it. It's uh, you know, when are we as as a as a country going to feel safe going back to ballparks? It's, it's especially if you you got to open in New York or something like that, or go to yeah. Seattle. Uh, who's going to want to do that? that or do you you know? Do you play with
1: no fans? Do you play in your spring training sites? Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I, I, I mean, I think the Yankees and the Mariners and any of the Florida teams, uh, you've got to consider uh, the possibility that they'll be playing games in spring training facilities at some point. Yeah. Because there's no way if I'm the Yankees or the Mets, I'm you know, risking playing in front of fans in, 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 in that city.
1: Sure. That's, that, that, Joe, that's, I got a couple questions, and one of them kind of deals with that.
0: What's the, let, let's hear them. Um,
1: if there is a season this year and a second spring training uh, will be held, would it be held in Goodyear or Cleveland? I think it would be a treat for the fans if it was in Cleveland. This is from uh, Texas Tribe in Maple Heights.
0: I I can't imagine them playing at at Progressive Field until it's a a game that counts for something. I that that wouldn't wouldn't make a lot of sense to me, especially when they're they're all set up in Goodyear for, you know, all of the training facilities and all of the you know, everything that goes with getting ready for the season is all there in Arizona.
1: Yeah, that's what I would say and then and the tr- you know, they're going to have to play, you know, X number of exhibition games, you know, and the travel is so easy in Phoenix. I think, uh, you know, it would be, uh, I think every team is going to have that trains there would have to move back and hold some kind of spring training there, or they could, you know, they have the facilities, they could play camp games. They could play against their own minor leaguers, you know, Mm -hmm. they get and And if you, if you only held spring training in Cleveland, I mean, I don't know where you're going to play. I mean, you only yeah. got one field at uh, at at, at a Progressive Field. You don't have the facilities to handle it, so I yeah, think it would have to move them to 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 go to even
0: game. even just for like even just for pitching workouts where you've got like the this the setup where there's like ten mounds or something like that. There, you know, there's there's only one mound in Cleveland right now. Yeah, they, all right. Say, okay, well, uh, five if you count the the four in the bullpen. Right. So, uh, yeah, I, I can't imagine them you know, doing any sort of – now, maybe exhibition games, maybe two or three exhibition games in the stadium before the season starts. Right. That's a possibility, uh, you know, sort of like they do when they break camp. They come to – they were supposed to go to Houston this year. Uh,
1: yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, that's a good point. Or maybe they could play in Columbus, right. play uh, the, the, the Clippers, maybe yeah, they could that's... play the Reds. I, I don't know, something
0: like that now that would that, that's an interesting there you go uh a two or three game exhibition series at the at uh, Huntington Park against the the Reds that that would be a a big draw i think yeah sure. could be fun uh yeah and, and that's that's another point i wanted to to sort of make was the the idea that you could get fun and creative if if we're down to you know two months or one month total of being able to play you know Why not uh, a World Baseball Classic sort of format instead of, uh, you know, playing your traditional season with series and so forth? You know, why not make this sort of like a a tournament atmosphere, sort of like the WBC does? When we've seen the the 2017 World Baseball Classic, I thought was done done really well. And I think you could do something like that with uh, games taking place in domed stadiums. Uh, as like the the pods that they did for the the WBC, uh, you could have one in Miami, you could have one in Milwaukee, you could have one in Houston. Although I don't know why anybody would want to go back to Houston, why not just play it at the <laughs> new ballpark in Arlington then? Uh, I I think uh, it, it it could be a lot of fun that way uh, if you if you decided to do something.
1: Like yeah, that. that's and, interesting. Yeah,
0: you know, do a pod in Arizona, do a pod in.
1: This would be uh, when Miami? the play re- resumes, regular season. Well,
0: if you're, if you're down to, let's say they only get August and September. Oh, right. Okay. Right, right. Let's just say that they're, it's, it's, the, it's the beginning of July and, and everything's not sort of back to normal. And you give them a couple of weeks of, of camp at the end of July. And then at the beginning of August, you say, okay, we're going to have this expanded format of this tournament style play where they do pools. Uh, you know, maybe instead of, instead of like five game or three game series, you do just single single games, and you play a pool play, uh, regardless of American or National League affiliation. I think it could work out. I think you could do something fun like that, and you make it all nationally televised on net, uh, on MLB Network, on uh, ESPN, and you do it that way. This you know, strange times call for for strange solutions and, and different kind of measures. I, I think. Uh, declaring a champion this year could be, if, if you're in a compressed situation like that, could be fun to do it in, in in some sort of like expanded pool play format, where instead of playing three game series, and that would also, you know, you wouldn't need rosters of forty guys to to pitch through that if if it's if it's a one game, you know, sort of single elimination tournament.
1: Yeah, that's that's interesting. I wonder. Wanna... I bet okay. they. I'm sure they've talked about it. I'm sure they're they're everything they talked.
0: Yeah, well they're 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 way smarter than I am, I'm sure.
1: <laughs> I don't know <laughs> about that.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, hey, they've been doing it a lot longer. Uh, so you know this is this is not like anything we've ever been through. What's uh, what's gotten you through um sort of these days of of not having baseball around? What what have you been up to and and, and doing and who are you checking in with and who are you checking up on?
1: I have been <laughs> I feel like the walls are starting to close in on me a little it's, it's, uh, uh you know, I just we've you know, been walking the dog a lot, we've been going out for walks, I've been uh, filling the bird feeders, watching the feet, watching the birds you're, come you're, by. At
0: war, you're at war with the squirrels out there, aren't and you? Yeah I'm fighting
1: the squirrels, trying to <laughs> you know, but it, you know and look at, look at what's it going to be, what's the temperature going to be tomorrow?
0: Uh, it's beautiful tomorrow. right now. Right now, it's in the fifties. I think it's it's sunny out. So it's I, gonna I know, be like
1: sixty tomorrow. You know that,
0: <laughs> right? Definitely. That's that, and that's the, that's the killer. Is all this talk about how you know? Oh, they're opening on March 26th, and the the weather's going to be terrible.
1: Insane, yeah. The,
0: the game wasn't. The game still wasn't sold out. I don't think, but no, yeah, it's going to be sunny and beautiful tomorrow at 110, and we're going to be standing around going. I I can't repeat what we're doing, but no, no, you you know, for sure. That's the way it's going to be. I, to me, the, the thing that's, that's, that's killing me the most about all this is that, you know, I I got an 11 year old son and he was all set to, to start his travel baseball season and continue practices. And to see him just sort of just like bouncing off the walls in the house here has been really difficult because I know he's losing a year of development, which is really killer this was sort of the year where, you know, I wanted to see him take that next step and, you know, uh, you, you figure out, you know, is he going to be, is he going to pitch? Is he going to, you know, do th- do this and that? And uh, I, I was really excited to, to be able to get the opportunity to watch him as much as I could this year. And, you know, if, if and when they do come back, it's going to be a shortened season. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be a little, it's going to be something different. You know, but, you know, we're, we're going to go out of town a couple of tournaments this year. It was going to be a lot of fun, but, uh, looks like all that's going to be put on hold at least for another year now now m- m- my heart really breaks for our friends who have a- have 12 year old sons who were supposed to go to Cooperstown this year and I, yeah, I read something last week that, that Cooperstown, cancer, right? Cooperstown shut down their tournament season yeah. for the whole year and that's killer for I mean those kids are only 12 years old once and yeah. 12 years old is the year you go to Cooperstown and, and play in those games and Some of those fields are all, I don't know if you've ever seen that facilities. It's it's a really neat experience. You're in a dorm, you're, you got, you know, you and 11 of your buddies and you're, you're hanging out in dorms for a week and and playing baseball until, you know, the sun goes down. It's, it's so much fun. And for those guys to be missing out on this, I I could fill a whole podcast whining and complaining about you know, all the things that we're going to be missing and all the things that, that are going to be, you know, sort of left out because of of this situation. But, you know, I don't want to bring anybody down. I, I will say that when we do come back and when we do get back, uh, being in the press box at Progressive Field, being able to go down on the field and watch them take batting practice, it's going to be something that you sort of, you, you, you're, you're going to cherish it more. You're going to be able to to, you know, recognize as you're standing there that, boy, I really miss this. Uh, I, I'm yeah. looking forward to that. I'm yeah, looking yeah. forward to that, uh, you know, those mm-hmm. moments, uh, as much as, as much as anything.
1: Yeah, that's, that's, that's well put Joe. And uh, hopefully we get back to that point.
0: All right. Well, uh, as we, we head into another week of quarantine another week, uh, of, of being reminded what we're missing out on, uh, we're gonna watch these games. We're gonna watch uh, all these replays. I'm I'm watching a replay of a, a playoff game between the uh, Diamondbacks and Reds right now on MLB Network. Uh, boy, they were, they weren't really shy about showing uh, the the Cubs versus Indians World Series the other day, weren't they? That was all over the place. Oh um, yeah, I didn't I, I
1: didn't I didn't watch I didn't watch it. I didn't well,
0: watch I'm it. not surprised. Why would you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'm sure not a lot of people in Cleveland did, but. Yeah, that that uh those those games were all over MLB network the other day, the uh the 2016 World Series games. Uh so it, it, there's there's stuff out there. There's games that are out there uh much more happy endings for the Indians that are out there uh on mlb.com, on the YouTube MLB uh vault on YouTube. So be able to find those games, get yourself through uh the next couple of weeks here. Hopefully we'll we'll start to get more clarity about what the the situation looks like in the next couple of weeks. And, uh, you know, as we get deeper into April, maybe we'll have a, a decision on when we can get back to to deciding some of these uh, these deadlines and games and whatnot. Uh, Paul, uh, looking forward to the simulation tomorrow, opening day. Okay. Uh, we'll see what the computer decides as to – I think I have a pretty good idea who's going to win the game. Uh, if, if we
1: Let's hope Bieber doesn't get hit by a line drive.
0: Yeah, no. She's uh, – you know – it, it would only it only stands to reason that 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 would happen but who knows all right so uh, we'll tune in again next week to the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast Paul good to talk to you and we'll talk to you Not again like later
1: Joe.